welcome to Her Natural Potential Podcast. This is the place where we help driven women get healthier, wealthier, and stronger. I'm your host, Nikki Cork, a registered holistic nutritionist and transformation coach, and I'm going to show you how to level up your nutrition, health, and mindset so you can start living life at your full potential. I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about hormones today. So as you know, on Wednesdays, we do like to dive a little bit deeper into hormones um, and just giving you tips and just information as well that you can better understand your body, what the heck hormones are, um, and also what you can do to start feeling a lot better. Because hormones are something that a lot of us like know about, but we don't really understand fully. And so there are a lot of different signs and symptoms from hormonal imbalances and pretty common ones that create this poor quality of life or these struggles day to day or this resistance from your body in terms of your fitness progress and understanding the body a little bit better and understanding, okay, like if I'm feeling like this, or if this is happening, or if I'm doing this, this is how it can be impacting my body. And when it comes to hormones, it's all about balance. And imbalances are whether we have levels, for example, that are too high, or the opposite, and levels are actually too low. And our endocrine system which is our hormonal system, is very complex. It's very interconnected. And oftentimes one imbalance, if left unaddressed or with that root cause is like not addressed, then it can really relate into so many different body systems. And so we may be having issues with our weight or with our energy or with our mood, right? And it all really is interconnected and it can affect other uh, like a uh, various body systems. And oftentimes if we have bigger issues, right, there's certain things down the line that weren't, un- weren't addressed right away. And therefore to kind of relate into things. And so that being said, if you're listening to this or you're looking into things and you're like, man, like all of this re- relates to me. I always tell people like, yes, it can be kind of overwhelming because we may be like, oh, I'm dealing with this hormonal imbalance and it's contributed to this hormonal imbalance and so forth. And I have all of these different issues right now. And so as I mentioned our endocrine system is very complex and interconnected. So one thing left unaddressed for a prolonged period of time will play into other areas and other body systems. But that being said, it also works the opposite. And so if we make improvements in one area, it can often help improve other areas. So don't get too overwhelmed <laughs> And if you are in a scenario, right? And if you need step-by-step guidance or support, that's literally what I do um, as a registered holistic nutritionist. And also as an online coach, I do specialize in helping women with these hormonal imbalances. And so again, if you do need support, reach out, let me know. I'm more than happy to kind of see how we can kind of support you with Team Nixon. Also, if you have questions, also let me know. Always here to support you. Always more than happy to kind of explain things and again, why I wanted to do this topic today and really just share with you seven common hormonal imbalances that can affect fat loss specifically, because if you have a weight loss goal or fat loss goal or fitness goal, and you're just wanting to lean out and tone up and have more definition, 
it can get really, really frustrating when you, you feel like you're doing all of the right things, but your body is still fighting you. And if you are struggling, if you're in a calorie deficit and you are exercising and you are moving your body and you're just like that, you find that that stubborn weight just will not budge. And you're really frustrated that you're not seeing like the results with your weight loss, even though you are working really hard, then that's where I'm really diving deeper and figuring out like, okay, where does my body need support? Because oftentimes if we feel this big resistance and everything that we do in our fitness journey feels like this uphill battle, there's usually something somewhere that the body is needing some support. And it could be a very quick, simple solution. It could be just some adjustments with um, what you're doing and optimizing it, or it could be deeper rooted issues where you really want to dive deeper and figure out how to actually address those root causes. And so I want to share with you seven common hormonal imbalances, which affect fat loss. So you can have an idea of the certain different areas and stuff that if you are feeling that resistance, and if you're just tired of that stubborn weight, not budging, and you feel frustrated, listen to these things, pay attention to these things, see what resonates with you and dive deeper into them. So first common hormonal imbalance that can affect fat loss is going to be insulin resistance. This unfortunately is more common than a lot of people realize, and it doesn't have to necessarily be to the degree of becoming type two diabetic, but you can have, uh, your body can have difficulty processing and utilizing carbohydrates. So insulin is what helps when we well, you digest carbohydrates, right? And our blood glucose levels rise and our body uses insulin to actually take that glucose, take that energy and bring it into the cell. However, if we're eating too many processed carbohydrates or processed foods or sugars, then this is where we can develop insulin resistance over time, which really impacts that body's, our body's ability to take that glucose and take that energy and bring it into the cell so that the cell can use that energy, right? So you may notice not only do you kind of store more body fat or have trouble using body fat, but you may also notice you also have sugar cravings, right? Because your body's like, Hey, my cells need energy. My cells need glucose. And you're, you're having trouble with that. Or you can also notice difficulty with your energy and chronic fatigue. So paying attention to these things and realizing like sometimes it's really about supporting blood sugar, right? And helping improve insulin sensitivity. So of course there are certain things you can do for that, um, either regarding with your diet, right? Nutrient timing, what types of carb sources you're having, even ways you're structuring your day-to-day, your meals, or even certain types of exercises and stuff in order to really support that. Now, another thing that I'm going to just highlight (laughs) since we're having this conversation, and again, a lot of people don't realize this because you might be sitting here and you might be like, Matt, I don't eat sugar. I don't eat processed foods. I eat super healthy, right? Or you're doing, for example, keto, and you're eating very low carb, um, but you are still struggling with certain things. Um, And so just a little side note and a disclaimer and stuff, oftentimes it will be other things, but just keeping in mind that cortisol specifically, so we'll dive into cortisol a little bit later, but if we're dealing with high cortisol and that's chronic, 
right? What cortisol does is actually increase our blood glucose levels. And so sometimes too, depending on the scenario, we can actually develop insulin resistance from not just with our carbs, but also the combination of really dealing with a lot of high chronic stress as well. So again, paying attention to your stress levels as well, if you are dealing with insulin resistance, because it's not just about the carbs, it's also about cortisol and stress and managing your stress. Now, Besides from insulin resistance, um, you can also be dealing with high estrogen. And you can, when it comes to estrogen, it's really important about the balance of our estrogen to a progesterone. So if we have, for example, too low progesterone, which can occur if you're not ovulating properly, right? Because progesterone rises once you ovulate. So if you're female and you're not ovulating properly, this can make your progesterone low and decrease. And so this can also create estrogen dominance simply through low progesterone levels. So it doesn't necessarily mean you have really, really high estrogen. It can also just mean that you have higher estrogen in relation to progesterone. And if we're dealing with estrogen dominance, right, whether it be too high estrogen or higher estrogen in relation to progesterone, this can promote weight gain, especially around like the abdomen area and stuff. So again, if you're really struggling with fat loss or weight loss, then also looking at your estrogen levels. Now, third common hormonal imbalance. And I talked, spoke about this many times before, and it is such a key, key regulator for our metabolism. And that's our thyroid hormone. So our thyroid hormones are going to directly impact our metabolic rate. And so if we're dealing with an underactive thyroid, for example, or if our body is having trouble converting thyroid or inactive thyroid hormones to active thyroid hormones, right? The ones that are actually going to influence your metabolism. This is where we can end up with a slow metabolism. And so therefore too, it's going to affect your body's ability to lose weight and decrease body fat, right? And you may also notice that not just that you have trouble losing weight and losing body fat, but also if you do overeat or overindulge or you're more sedentary, it's really easy to gain weight as well. So paying attention to your thyroid hormones um, is going to be really, really important with that. Next, next, as we kind of touched on it, is going to be cortisol. So again, paying attention to cortisol because not only can it influence insulin resistance and have it like, and contribute to insulin resistance. High cortisol can also be a reason if we're dealing with high stress can also be a reason why we're not ovulating properly. So again, influencing our progesterone levels. If we are dealing with high stress and high cortisol, it can also impact our thyroid hormones, right? And our metabolism. So again, see how if we're dealing with something, it can really relate into so many other hormonal imbalances. And so sometimes stress, right? High cortisol can actually be a very common root cause. So really identifying, okay, like why is my cortisol high? What is a primary like contributor to my stress levels right now and really paying attention to it. And our cortisol is going to be produced in our adrenals and it is what drives that fight or flight response, right? So it is literally (laughs) like meant to help you be able to prepare your body to fight or flee. And so this is again, where it will raise your blood glucose levels, right? To kind of give yourself more energy so you can run, 
where you can fight. Um, it's also going to just really impact our digestive system as well. So oftentimes people will notice digestive issues if they're also dealing with high cortisol, because it's going to be like, well, I'm not going to really be focusing on digestion right now. I'm stressed out and I need to fight or flee, right? So again, it can really impact our digestive system as well. Um, and then of course, too, it can affect how the body is kind of storing fat as well. If we're in a stressed out state, this can influence how our body is storing fat. And so really paying attention to your cortisol if you are struggling with weight loss or with fat loss. And cortisol and stress isn't a bad thing, right? Cortisol is necessary for life. And it is not like even like stress in general isn't a bad thing. It's when it is chronic and it is high on a regular basis, right? If it is not managed properly and also paying attention to how like your, where the state of your body is, right. Something that I always tell people too, is like, we have an ability to influence our tolerance to stress, which a lot of people don't realize. They're just either like, I'm stressed or I'm not stressed. Right. And it's like, actually, there's so many different things you can do with your mindset, obviously for psychological stressors, also with your nutrition and nourishing your body in order to deal with physical stressors. And so we can actually get to a state where we can tolerate higher levels of stress without it having a negative impact because our body can regulate things properly, right? And it's not maintaining this high level of high cortisol and stress on a consistent chronic basis. So again, paying attention to stress and realizing it's not about never having stress. It's about being able to manage it properly. Um, and also there's a lot of things you can do to better support yourself and your mind and your body in order to have an increased tolerance to stress. Now, another common hormonal imbalance is going to be leptin resistance. So this is where we can really pay attention to like, if we're struggling with like hunger and cravings or satiety, right? If you're noticing that you just don't get full from meals or you don't feel satiated from meals, obviously like paying attention to your calories and paying attention to your macros and looking into any sort of nutritional deficiencies. But if you're eating a well-balanced diet, for example, you're eating up calories and stuff, but you're just, you feel like your cues, your hunger cues are off. Sometimes it can do with our leptin, right? Which is going to be our satiety hormone. So we have two different hunger hormones. We have leptin and we have ghrelin. So ghrelin signals our body that we're like, okay, we're going to like, we're hungry. We need to eat something. And then leptin is going to be what really helps us, prevents us from overeating and helps us feel satiated from meals. And the two work kind of synergistically and hand in hand. And so that's where, again, like if we're dealing with leptin resistance, A, we're not going to be satiated. And also we're going to feel hungrier all the time, even though we're eating enough, right? But it's really going to be an issue with those hunger hormones and those hunger cues. So this is where our fat cells actually store leptin. So if we're either like losing weight too quickly, right? If we have too, too low body fat, right? To that extreme, then that can affect things, right? So this happens a lot with like competitors post-show sometimes. And then also if we have too high body fat and are we're like, and that's again, where like our fat cells can really be affecting our leptin levels and stuff. So it's really important to kind of pay attention to our body composition, really pay attention to our hunger cues, right. And really pay attention to like how we're eating. And like, this is where if you are 
struggling with your weight loss. Unfortunately, in certain scenarios, it's not just so easy to be like, well, eat when you're hungry, right? And intuitive eating can be great. It is, that's the ultimate goal, right? Ultimately, we want to get to a point where we can understand our hunger cues and we can pay attention to our body and we can just eat when we're hungry and we can reg- self-regulate. But if there are certain scenarios where we've either gone to extremes or there we are dealing with hormonal imbalances or these hunger cues, right? And these hunger hormones aren't working effectively, right? That's where you do really need to sometimes work with a professional to get some guidance to make sure that you get guided through that process um, in order to help rebalance things and really kind of get those hunger cues in check first and those hunger hormones in check first before you can just, again, intuitively eat. So really diving into that because that's something else to kind of be aware of because I know, especially for myself, we often recommend listening to your body and intuitive eating. But if things are off and things have been off for a while and you're very kind of like either like your hunger hormones have been dysregulated and stuff, or you've, um, your other hormones are influencing things, then sometimes that, that isn't going to be a very effective, um, way to lose weight or improve your body composition. Um, and again, our body composition, right. And our body fat will influence our hunger cues too. So knowing that it's like, yeah, they'll kind of like affect each other. And so paying attention to those things too. So you can really guide yourself through the process of addressing those hormonal imbalances and getting the body back in check. So you can have the healthy body composition so you can feel good and balanced. Right. And again, then get to a point where you can self-regulate and intuitive eat and like pay attention to like those hunger cues your body's giving you. Now, two more. Two more to really pay attention to of common hormonal imbalances, um, which can affect our fat loss. And so another one that I'm going to talk about is going to be testosterone. So we often hear about testosterone for males, but it is also necessary for women. And so low testosterone levels can really affect our ability to like maintain muscle mass, right? So this can affect our body composition. And this can also like, if we have too low testosterone and it affects our ability to build muscle, um, then this can really also kind of drive our body fat and our insulin sensitivity, for example. And also it can be either due to, we can have certain scenarios like obesity can cause low testosterone levels. High alcohol consumption can also affect our testosterone levels. Um, And then of course, just aging as well can impact our hormones hormones as well and those hormone levels. And so of course, paying attention to those things too. And there are a lot of things with your lifestyle and your nutrition, right? And even supplementation if needed in order to maintain healthy levels, because that's really going to help you with your overall fat loss, right? Not just decreasing body fat, but also building lean muscle mass, right. To support your strength and also adjust your overall metabolism and help you just feel a lot better and stronger day to day. So really paying attention to testosterone levels, male or female, right. So pay attention to those things. A lot of times we don't even look at it because like, unfortunately, a lot of women don't even look at it because it's like, they're like, Oh, it's like, I just need to focus on my estrogens. Right. But it's like, Nope. 
we have other hormones that we really need to pay attention to. And testosterone is extremely, extremely beneficial for females as well. Um, and then last but not least, so um, again, kind of also in relation to our ability to build muscle, right? And also burn body fat is going to be an imbalance called low human growth hormone, right? So if we have an imbalance with our human growth hormone, right, and it's too low, then this can affect our, our body fat percentage, our body's ability to burn body fat, and then of course, our ability to build muscle mass. So this directly influences our body composition. And as we age, it declines, but and it can be responsible for the loss of like bone density, um, it can affect our poor sleep, it can even affect libido, right? So again, it's something that we really do want to pay attention to. And if we're noticing issues with our bone density, with our sleep, with our body composition, um, even with libido and stuff, um, then really looking at our hormones because they can really influence things, right? And so if you're struggling, oftentimes, like if we can better support the body, either through lifestyle or nutrition or supplementation, then we can feel our best and most optimal self. And so really focusing on health first, if you have body composition goals, if you have fitness goals, if you have health goals, or if you just want to live the best quality of life possible, then get your hormones in check, right? And really, again, get those, get that endocrine system working optimally. Um, and that's where we can really transform our body, right? Naturally and sustainably but also feel really good during that. And we can really not only get the results we're looking for more effortlessly, I guess you can say, we can feel a lot better getting there and we can maintain those results with more ease versus really pushing the body into a stressed out state, not addressing these hormonal imbalances or, or creating certain hormonal imbalances through the, through the journey. So if you're listening to this and you have any further questions, hopefully that gives you some insight about like those seven common hormonal imbalances that can really affect our fat loss, right? And fat loss, right? Body fat percentage, not necessarily weight loss, um, but also building muscle and just overall body composition. So again, learn your body, listen to your body, <laughs> focus on health first and transform your body and get the results you want. That's all we got for this episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. One thing that really helps this podcast and other women who have yet to join us is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Please share with anybody you think might enjoy it. And also make sure to connect with me on Instagram at Nikki Clark. Until next time.